guys in short sports Los Angeles. After spending all of our last episode talking Galaxy Soccer, we are back to form this week, bringing Thank you news God. and updates on all your favorite Los Angeles teams. You glad, Ben? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Lakers continue their march towards keeping their top pick, and just when you thought you'd heard the last of Jim Buss, he started some big family drama. The Clippers continue their march towards the postseason, or maybe it's a meandering stroll? At any rate, Kevin Durant is out indefinitely, which might give the Clips a fighting chance. The Galaxy had their first game of the season versus we're not going to bother coming up with a team named Dallas. <laughs> Hammer will tell us how that went and also fill us in on some juicy rumors surrounding the Galaxy and our favorite Game of Thrones character. <laughs> Plus, we got news and updates from UCLA basketball, the Kings, Dodgers, Angels, Rams, and Raiders. I might be a little biased, but gosh Raiders. dang it, I love this show. That's right. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Uh-huh. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Besa. Will the general manager of the Rams please wake up? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Free agency. Come on. <laughs> ben Garcia. hoop de whoop And Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Ooh-ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought I'd play <laughs> off of Ben's, uh, you know, oh, call like in there. It. Yeah. Hasht- I like it. And also, hashtag Victor Strong. Oh, oh, Vic. Vic is out this week. He's got a sick kiddo at home, so thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> what a good dad. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dad. Absolutely, for sure. Um, I'll tell you what, since I suppose the most relevant thing is March Madness, it is March. That's a thing. Yeah, that is a thing, a big <laughs> thing. You guys doing any brackets? Not, not in yet. a bracket. Then. I got to well, get on a bracket. Nobody watches anything. So all you know is you what everybody's seated. You wouldn't do a bracket seated. anyway. Have you ever done a bracket? No. You didn't do the bracket last year when we uh, all did brackets. No, because you have to put in your email address and then you know, oh, somebody else. Oh, oh, ben, Ben's off the grid. I yeah. am. <laughs> I am. I'm not giving the government my email yeah. address. I think it was up until like a year or two ago that you were still use, using your Cal Poly <laughs> address. And you've no, been graduated from college for at least 20 years i didn't think they had emails when he was back no they college. have an alumni <laughs> one that you can always use i don't use it but you know well he doesn't own a wallet that has velcro on it Ooh. Mr. Uh, <laughs> <Touché>. <laughs> that's a brotherhood that's a brotherhood i'll carry that right. velcro wallet till the day i die all right wheels are shout off the wagon to, in uh, one minute shout out to, shout out to jacob brown of yanks call it soccer all right let's talk ucla Let's. Who, who's got the update? Yeah, I, 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 I was giving a short straw this week. I was looking at Eric, Mr. UCLA over there. No, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I, I actually watched the uh, game this act, this last Saturday, and you know UCLA didn't play too well in the beginning part of the game and came back and, and ended up winning the game handily. But my takeaway from it was this Lonzo Ball that everybody's talking about. Especially that, his dad. Yeah, his dad is well, raw. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes you salivate. You know, because you don't see these types of players come along too often. Somebody that can dominate a game and not really score that many points. He was the best athlete on the on the on the floor. He was he was dishing the ball, he was getting rebounds, he was controlling the tempo of the game. A and- man amongst boys? No, no, that to me is more of a physical specimen. He okay. didn't appear to me like he's the physical specimen that, you know, maybe a a, um, a Darren Basa kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking more Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. Darren Basil will work. But no, he he just he 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 understands the game. You can tell that he's a smart guy and that, you know, he's there's gonna be a transition when you get into the NBA, and the hope is that maybe the Lakers can get somebody like that. But he is the quintessential point guard that I'd like to see more so than the D'Angelo Russell. And I think with, with Lonzo Ball, what he has is he has the shooting ability. Because there are so many players that come into the NBA out of the draft, and the the yes. not, the question is always, well, if we, he can work on his short game or if he can work on his shooting, and he's already coming in with the shooting ability. So it's going to be, how is he going to adjust his game to maybe the speed of the NBA, maybe the physicality? But so but the shooting is there, and, and that's huge. So the, he's going to be NBA ready, no question, what when was, he comes in. What was the Celtic point guard that you didn't have to guard him because he couldn't make a shot. Uh, he played Rondo, Rajon yeah, Rondo. Rajon yeah. Rondo. He's not that. He, <laughs> he, he can shoot well enough to keep you honest. So he's a better version of a young, his younger brother. Because his younger brother, he's getting fed the ball over at Chino Hills. Yeah, well, so that concerns me a little bit, and let's not really talk too much about him, because we don't know anything about we him. Don't. But anybody that's scoring 100 points and that's cherry-picking and not playing any defense kind of makes me a little bit worried. But what I mm-hmm. see from Lonzo Ball, he's he's, he's he's into the game. You can tell that his teammates like him. You can tell that they respect him, and that as a freshman, as an 18-year-old walking on, that he's he's going to be, if, if not in the top five, I, I would say he'd probably be number one. 
Wow. Wow. And what about this making a stink about him wanting to go to the Lakers? What do you think about that? You know, <laughs> is that coming I from actually, him or his dad though? That's his dad. Well, it's and his, then it's it's probably both. And then I'm going to just add, you know, to to your point about what about his little brother scoring uh-huh. 90 something points? I think that's his dad too. Yeah. He, he's marketing these kids, so it yeah. wouldn't surprise me if he's in, you know, the high school coach's ear. Feed my, my kid the ball. Let's get his name in the headlines. Yeah. Because I think his dad. He's running. He's a he's a got the Kardashian mom uh, attitude, <laughs> marketing and throwing his uh-uh. kids out there, pimping out his kids. So that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Well, who needs an agent? You know, in college you can't have one. So exactly. his dad True. is playing agent for him. We'll see. Uh, you know, UCLA. They're starting the Pac-12 uh, tournament tomorrow. So today, today we're recording. It's on Wednesday. So tomorrow they'll be they'll be playing their first game of the winner between USC and Washington. Washington. So we don't know the, who's, who they're going to be playing yet, but they've already lost to USC earlier this season. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was surprised when I looked up the tournament bracket that UCLA is ranked third in the country, and they're also ranked third in the Pac-12 tournament. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. How does that make sense? That well, math doesn't add up. It, yeah. it doesn't, right? You would think <laughs> even, that if you're ranked— Even by common core standards, yeah, there that it is, is not. <laughs> I was waiting. I was, that does I not threw, add up. I threw the bait out there. He bit. <laughs> so, so I looked it up, and UCLA has lost to Arizona and to Oregon— earlier in the season who are in their ah, respective okay. division. Gotcha. So because of those wins in conference, they take the the priority in the seeding. So they're actually th- seated third in the Pac-12. Now they're going to make the tournament no matter what, but if they can come in and they can win out, then you know, based be, based on being third in the country, they would actually go into the big tournament, into the big dance as a number one seed. Yeah, and I think that's like you said, they're going to go into the tournament no matter what. But if they can come in hot, how many teams have you seen win their tournament, win the Big East tournament, yep. win the Big Ten tournament, and you go in hot and you end up, you know, winning the big thing or at least going on a decent run? So I think this this tournament, the Pac-12 tournament, is going to be huge for UCLA. Yeah. If, nice. you, if USC doesn't beat him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, what you can hope. Any chance of that. <laughs> and throw in USC. They beat him once, but the second game, UCLA just wiped the floor with USC. Yeah. So yeah. it's possible, but. Highly questionable. Unlikely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to some NBA basketball. And uh, I'll tell you what, before we get to the Lakers, let's talk Clippers, since that's where this end update will lead anyway, is to the Lakers. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Clips went 2-2 two and two this past week with wins against the Bulls and the hated Celtics. Thanks, Clippers. They are well currently— done. Well done, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are currently 38 and 25, second place behind Golden State. The Clippers continue doing their thing, which is impressive for the Clippers, but not enough to get anyone to think they have a shot at getting deep into the playoffs. So let's talk the Kevin Durant injury. KD is out indefinitely. Does this give the Clippers a shot at beating the Warriors in the playoffs if Kevin Durant is out? I think what we talked about, you know, when we this entire Clippers season is it's going to take an injury. And if an injury happens, then it's game on to me, this Warriors team without Kevin Durant is vulnerable because they traded away some of those key pieces, those physical pieces that they might need, you know, to when you don't have one of your top scorers in the game. So I think it's a possibility. It's kind of like my USC versus UCLA. Uh It's possible. Um, I don't, I don't think that they'll do it, but the the injury definitely definitely plays a factor because Kevin Durant is going to come back favoring that, and so that's how is he going to be affected by that injury come playoff time? On top of Durant's injury and kind of the unknown on if he's going to come back, when he's going to come back, and how healthy he's going to be if he comes back, the Clippers are dealing with the same thing with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the he's the energizer bunny. He's the guy that runs the offense, and we've all seen that since he's left, the Clippers haven't been the same team. So to ask the question, do they have a chance? Yeah, I think that this really helps them out in that respect, that Kevin Durant, who is listed as 6'11", he's probably 7' foot or 7'1", can shoot the heck out of the ball from the outside. The question is going to be, who is he going to guard? Because if he's not healthy, whoever he's going to be guarding is going to score more points. And... It, I think that going into the playoffs, if the Clippers can stay where they're at and avoid the the Golden State Warriors, uh-huh. that's going to help the Warriors because it's going to help Durant get healthy. If they can get them in the beginning, if they drop low enough, 
or if Golden State drops below San Antonio and somehow the Clippers can get the seven seed, then I think they've got a better shot going. And seeing them early while Durant is sort of a little bit unstable. Sure. And I have a Clippers take also. I don't know what's Ooh, in the air tonight. What is think... going on? It better relate to the Lakers. <laughs> this uh, Chris Paul injury has actually been a good thing for Austin Rivers. He has really stepped up his game in place of this injury. So um, he he's, I don't know his exact numbers, but he there was a while there where it was he was almost a laughable player yeah. you yeah. know where it was like why why are why is he even on this team? It seemed like it was uh, daddy because daddy got yeah, yeah daddy got me a job on the team. But he's really kind of earned his stripes in 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 lieu of this Chris Paul injury. So I think that's going to be good for the Clippers come playoff time because they're now going to have two serviceable point guards. So when you switch from Chris Paul to Austin Rivers, it's not going to be as big a drop off as it's been in the past because he's kind of been forced to step up his game. But I but I think it's different because he Austin Rivers is used to playing with the second team. So I think that the adjustment period of Chris Paul getting hurt and him coming in and playing with the first team was a little bit rough in the beginning. Yet, you know, so to your point, though, when Chris Paul comes back and he now goes back to the second team, I think he's going to be a lot more comfortable. Yes. And I think that Doc in, in situations may actually choose to go with Austin Rivers in you know the second and third quarter to save Chris Paul yeah. for that fourth quarter. That so that's where it's going to help them yeah. out. Good stuff, guys. That. We Hot did a re- was that a that real was, Clippers? That was yeah. legit. We did not Clippers. go to the Lakers. Okay, didn't even mention the Lakers. I don't like it. So we're going to the Lakers. Did you now. hear about Steve Ballmer's sister? He's trying to. She's trying to get him out of the. Oh, ownership. wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Funny you oh, say that. <laughs> Segway. Ah, uh, the Lakers are on an eight-game losing streak with a record of nineteen and forty-five, which is good enough for second worst in the league. Yeah! Wow. Fall for ball. Gives them a... Oh, there we go. <laughs> I like that. Did you come up with that, or is that uh, a thing? God, no. Of course. The <laughs> people on the internet are way faster and quicker oh, than that. Hashtag fall for ball has been trending for a while on uh, Twitter. Yeah, get on Twitter. <laughs> oh, we got a good chance at keeping our pick with second worst. There has also been some bus family drama reported this past week, but before we get there, I just got to ask, are the Lakers tanking on purpose? No, they just suck. Is that really it? <laughs> You don't think there's any sort of tanking on purpose? When you when you are a professional athlete, you have you're very prideful. You never want to lose. And to think that you're gonna lose in hopes that you're gonna get somebody that may replace you, <laughs> yeah. that's never gonna happen. They just simply suck. If and, if if they're gonna if they're gonna tank, it's coming from Byron Scott. It's coming from the head coach. No, it's not Byron Scott. It's <laughs> Luke Walton. But but that's what. But I mean, they they tanked last year. Well, they tanked last year yeah. because Byron Scott he was put them in positions. To exactly. Yeah. Luke Walton is in the beginning part of a four year contract. He's trying to prove Developing himself. Yeah. So he's not trying to lose. The players are not trying to lose. They're just simply losing because they lost their they lost their best player. I was going to say the Lou Williams yeah. trade is the reason why I don't think they're yeah. tanking because he was he was their top scorer. Yeah. And yeah. so when you get rid of that, these other guys are going to have to step up, and they're just not. At, sadly, they're not at the Lou Williams level, mm-hmm. and, so they're not winning those games that they won and towards I wish, the beginning. And I wish Vic was here because, <laughs> you know, he said, "Oh, these these are the guys we're gonna <laughs> hey, win." Don't pick on a oh, man, man when he's thoughts at and home prayers. taking no, care of prayers. No, thoughts, no thoughts and prayers. Vic needs to hear this. As a listener, Vic needs to hear this. Uh, he's been the waiting guys, for him to the be gone. Guys that we have are not the guys. We need we need somebody else. I if if I were the, if I were Magic right now, everyone is on the table. Wow. Every single rookie that we have is on the table. If we can improve in any one of those positions, I'm saying trade D'Angelo, trade Russell. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's the same guy. (laughs) Yeah, trade Randall, trade Clarkson. Everyone's everyone's open and available. And you don't go for the draft. I mean, you don't look at the draft to get those players, though. No, so the thing is is that, I mean, they're already in a position now to potentially keep that that top three protected pick. Now, hopefully the, the, the balls bounce their way. If, but if they don't, at least they've kind of hedged their bets now because they have, was it Houston's? Uh, yeah, the, we, are, we have another pick, first round pick. Which is like in the 20 in range, the something it's like be a that. Later pick. So at least they'll get a first far, round pick. That'd be two first round picks. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I think I don't think everyone should be on the table, though. I do agree. Would that you keep? They're they're missing a piece. They've committed to Ingram, so I. Th- He's I, the only one that I would. I, I think to, like you, gonna, you have yeah. to commit to Ingram. Yeah. Randall, if you can get something decent for him, I think he should be on the table. Clarkson, if you can get some decent pieces for him, uh, Russell, I'd want to keep Russell. 
I, th- I think I think he's going to be a, a very talented player. So I think Ingr- Ingram and Russell, in my opinion, are the guys that you want to hold on to and build around. Um, but if you, I'm get not Lonzo, as, if you get Lonzo Ball, if you get Lonzo Ball, then then maybe Russell's on the on the block, and you, you want to fill him, your need. Would you, would you move him over to shooting guard? Well, that's one of the things that Walton would have to work out. Yeah, you're gonna you may test that out for a season or two before. Just jumping and getting rid of rid of Russell. I'd get rid of him. He's not a winner. <laughs> not a winner. You, you can tell you are not a winner. Does he have a government email address? He we probably him does. <laughs> yeah. He has an AOL address. Well, we know he has uh, a Snapchat. <laughs> uh, well, whether they're tanking or not, the Lakers on the court are terrible. And as it turns out, off the court. What a mess. Yeah, they're turning oh, into the McCourt wow. family. Disaster as well. So... Uh, who wants to talk about this? The Bus family. It has, sounds like a reality show to me. Self-destructing. So yes, I'm, I'm going to defer to D1 like over there, a, our, our reality, reality show, show expert. Well, so Jim and Johnny, I yes. guess on February 24th or 28th or somewhere around the end of February, uh, started staging this thing to a sell coup. off their shares. <laughs> yes. To oust. Genie. Well, that's actually a new story. The, the The story that came out when the, it initially happened was that they were trying to remove Genie from the Board of Governors. So apparently there's, I, I don't know how many governors there are, but the, but the, those three represent three of the seats. Mm-hmm. And three of the five brothers and sisters have those three seats. And so what they were trying to do is have an emergency meeting so that they could vote out Genie without her being there. Oh, she caught wind of it and she caught wind of it. And then she okay. then, you know, she filed the, the, the proper proper paperwork to kind of stop everything. And then just recently and today I read an article that now they're trying to sell off their shares. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, there's an article on Yahoo Sports. We'll post it on our Twitter. Actually, shout out to Victor for finding it. But the interesting thing I found on it was, uh, is it Janie Bus? So there's Jeannie, but there's also Janie. Janie, yes. Yeah. So she gave an interview with Ramona Shelburne, and I thought this was interesting. I'm going to read it because she talks about uh, Jim and Johnny. She says, uh, Growing up, Johnny was the kid who brought the ball to the park, and when things didn't go his way, he took the ball and ran. (laughs) I don't want to call him a poor sport because a poor sport would be someone who lost a game and kicked the referee. No, Johnny took the ball away so nobody could play. No soup for you. Jim Jim will bring the ball, but he'll be like, everyone gets to play, but you have to put in a dollar to play. He tries to figure out things mathematically. How to get the best advantage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. So it's kind of an interesting insight in the family. And... I mean, you know, regardless of whether you believe that or not, just the mere fact that she's spreading that family drama and putting it out there for everyone, that that's well, so, doesn't help. Self-destructive well, so me, as well. Let me ask you this. So the Lakers are 19 and forever, and we're 20 games from the end of the season, not making the playoffs, don't know where we're going to stand as far as, you know, where the ping pong ball is going to drop. Sure. <laughs> if you are a free agent that has any sort of talent or ability— I mean, do you, want to walk do you into automatically the <laughs> at this point tell your agent, hey, listen, the Lakers, off the list? I don't think so. I do. Absolutely. I, so I are you saying the Lakers aren't attractive anymore? Not at I think, all. I think I, if you want to go to L.A., you play for the Clippers. If, wow. you're, if you're a veteran who wants to win now, you're not, you're not coming. coming to the Lakers. Yeah. No. But if you think you're that player that could – Elevate the Lakers, and let's be honest. Like, there's a lot of guys that think they do. Uh, you're one of them. <laughs> that put me on the team. I could turn the Lakers around. They you have put that me in the mentality. front office. You put me in that front office. I would change the team. I, I think you would too. Ben. For the better, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, no question. But absolutely, there's those players that exist with that 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 think they could turn the Lakers around. They could be the guy that that I think Paul that's missing from the Lakers. Paul George, George yeah. is that guy. I think he yeah. is someone who from all the reports that I've read is obsessed with becoming a Laker and was yeah. obsessed with Kobe. So with that absence, I think he wants to be the guy who turns the Lakers around. Yeah. So I, 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 for, for someone like that that exists, but I do agree with Ben that 
If you're a top marquee talent, the Lakers are off the list. But, you're not attracting a big name. Because here's the thing about the Lakers is, yes, this is the dark ages of Lakers basketball. But all it takes is one winning season, and they are back to Raiders, being the Lakers. Raiders fans said that for 18 years. But that's the before, Raiders. Before, that's not the Lakers. It, they are They are the, the the Oakland Raiders of basketball right now. Not yet. No, they are. No, they haven't oh, they been are. slumped They got that shitty long. ownership. They have no direction. Family drama. They got family drama. Bad haircuts. <laughs> oh, just, I'm, just I'm telling you. There. I'm telling you. They listen. I, as much as you guys don't want to admit it, and you're living in your rainbows and butterflies, I don't think we're fantasy, there yet. <laughs> I can see I'm it going there, right but we're now, not there yet. That that something significant needs to happen, and so in order for the Lakers like to get, get rid better, of the bus family. Well, no. Well, maybe. What yeah. happened? Listen. What happened to the Dodgers when the McCourt family started going through the divorce? Yeah. All the shit was in the news. The pool boy. They, they yeah. couldn't. They couldn't pay the bills. You know. In you know, if you think about the Lakers, you know, this Time Warner deal is killing them. Yeah. You know, they're they're, they're losing money hand over. Well, they're not losing money hand over fist, but Time Warner's losing money hand over fist, and Rays so they're way down. So they're they're you know they're they're on the Lakers' ass trying to trying to you know so the, uh, on trying to get them to, to to play well. You got Magic, who has never been uh, in in the. Uh, Front office. God, man, yeah. I'm really stuttering over everything. Yeah, it's pissing right. me off. Yeah, it's that, no whiskey that today. Water yeah, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> clearly, so the Lakers. Your are, blood alcohol content is way too low. <laughs> the Lakers are in turmoil, and and they are just as much as in turmoil as they were as the Raiders were in the early 2000s. And and it's who's good, who knows who's going to help them. It, really, what it's going to take is it's going to take a couple of players, and it's going to take a GM to put something together. I'll tell you the difference. The Oakland Raiders are in Oakland. I think <laughs> Los now. Angeles is still true. a destination, and you have the Clippers there, but the the Lakers is still an organization that I think I think you can still sell. They're, now the, they've lost a lot of that shine. So let me ask they've you: they've lost this. a lot of that shine, but Los Angeles players want to be in Los okay, Angeles, so, and, and so, all it takes is one winning season, and they're back to. Well, they might well, be a ways away from that. So, that's no, the, that's well, the scary thing. Well, right, but but it's still a franchise that that. Could turn it yeah, when, when they do turn it, it does, around. They're still the yes. Lakers, and and I think that's appealing to to players. All right, so let me ask you this: You're Magic Johnson, please no. Okay, looks and, exactly like him. And and let's say that you know Kevin Durant will have a meeting with you. How, sell which sell, he which he didn't want last year. Right. Yeah, sell sell the Lakers to Kevin Durant <laughs> right now. Again, I'm not Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I do not own any businesses, but I, I think with Kevin what would Durant, you say? with Kevin Durant, I would say you are going to come here and you are going to be the star player in the biggest market in the country. And you are going to have these young, talented players surrounding you. So you have enough young talent around you to where you can elevate this game. So you're moving in. Kevin Durant is going to move from the point of his career. He's not a young gun anymore. He's yeah. a veteran. So he is going to be the mentor to these young players who he's going to surround himself with. He's going to be the marquee guy. He can be the only marquee guy on his team because right now he's sharing the spotlight with Steph Curry and with Draymond on green because they're they're a super team but if he comes to the lakers it's it's kevin durant and the pips pretty much so it's it's your team when you come to la so i think (laughs) yeah which they're great (laughs) find them on on, on itunes you had me until you said and the pips (laughs) (laughs) but but they're going to be serviceable enough and if he develops he's still he's not a young gun but he's still young enough to develop with these guys and move forward so i think it's still somewhat appealing and again, my persuasion is not half as good as what I hear. Magic, when he walks into a Absolutely. room, it's very different. I when think, I walk into yeah, a room, usually people ap- run away. You could, appe- <laughs> <laughs> you could appeal to a player's ego like that and say, you are the missing piece to this team. And I think Magic could get them to believe it. You know, the rumor I heard was that if Paul George was to sign with the Lakers, that Chris Paul may come over. The dominoes well. may fall. That's true. But that goes opposite of what you say, that the Lakers are not appealing. They're not. Paul George. Well, that, that story came out. Lonzo That Ball. story came out before the bus family turmoil. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. This, this bus family drama does not bode well for the Lakers. And if it's indi- any indicator of what's to come, then Strap in. it might be time to push the panic button. I don't think it's time to push the panic button. Yeah, just I yet. agree with you there. This is exactly why I'm going to spend every single one of my $750 million <laughs> and not give it to my kids. Oh, yeah. Because yourself. I don't, I don't want the family drama. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Or I'm, just give it to your favorite I'm in, kid. Yeah. 
Let's let's go to Vegas, Pesa. Yeah. 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 Say I'm you know what? I like that <laughs> I like that strategy. You say I'm you know, I'm saving all my money, I'm giving it to my favorite kid, yeah. but I'm not telling you which one's my family. Earn your keep. Let me that's know. That's how you that's how you make it up to <laughs> keep him, him for on your uh, missing that uh, dance recital and that baseball game for the Rams. I know game that uh, he went to. Yeah. Jeez. All right. We got plenty more to talk about. Uh Rams, Raiders, Galaxy, the triumphant return oh, of the Galaxy back. update. We're back. Oh yeah. Kings, spring training. We'll be talking all those things right after this quick break. You love guys in short sports. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to spit on it to get it in, you know? <laughs> and you love your LA King. We've gone on a 3-0 losing streak, getting bit Ouch. by the Coyotes, Panthers, Ducks. Oh, bad puns, yeah. really? <laughs> that was for you, James. <laughs> Thanks. Now you get the best of both with the Guys in Shorts Kings show. I now have all-star blue balls now. Thank you very yes. much. Because uh, you already jinxed the jinx. You can't do that shit. Uh, you blame Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they lose? Brexit. Brexit. We right. fly at 11. <laughs> Search Guys in Shorts Kings show on iTunes or SoundCloud. We are back. Ben, you're going to be able to make it through the second half with all that water you're Ooh, pounding over there? I just finished Why it. Why are so you drinking water tonight? Staying hydrated because for I'm my trying galaxy to be updates. healthy. Healthy? Uh, I noticed you're trying to grow hair. Yeah. <laughs> What's the How deal? weird does it look? Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty weird. Yeah, Ben, who always has a shaved head, yeah. Yeah, I just, actually has hair. I decided that, well, you know what? I, I was at work the you other day. You wanted to rub it in Victor's face, didn't you? What a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm growing. The one in one episode he doesn't show up to. Oh, not cool. Not cool. We got your back, Vic. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's talk some baseball, uh, boys. That's good stuff. Let's just briefly talk some baseball because obviously it's still spring training. And if Vic was here, he would say spring training means nothing, even though the Dodgers <laughs> are six and seven and the Angels are eight and three. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like he said, it means nothing. Ah. Oh. Hashtag, hashtag Victor. Schreiber. I was going to say, all those, all those years that the Yankees were winning World Series, they always had sub-500 records in the preseason. So. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but uh, actually, Ben and I will be out there this weekend. There's two Dodger Angel games, one at Camelback on Saturday, and then I think they're at Diablo Stadium on I think it's Monday. Monday. It? Yeah. And then Sunday we're going to one of the games. I don't know. Anyway, if anybody's out in... Uh, Phoenix, hit us up. We'll be out there doing some interviews, talking to some Angels and Dodgers fans and living up the spring training experience. Nice. I think people who go to those games are probably your your diehard fans. Yeah. So you might see I mean, yeah, might be a fun crowd. Yeah. A yeah. It's a it's a fun weekend. It's just baseball and Buffalo Wings. Buffalo <laughs> Wings, Gallagher's, shout out to Gallagher's. Beer. Yeah. B. Yeah. What else starts with a B? <laughs> Baseball. Love it. Baseball, buffalo wings, and bacon. Beer. And bacon. Oh, and bacon. Well, this is your what? Third, third year now that this you guys have won? This will be the third year we've gone. Yeah. 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 You get that small town feel though. Like yeah. you, you, there's you know, a lot of these stadiums are miles off the freeway and there's like two mm -hmm. lanes, one in each direction. And yeah. so when you go to these types of games and they sell five thousand seats, it takes you a while to get there and the parking's usually kind of shitty and you park in the dirt yeah. area and yeah. that's, that's not lit. Oh yeah. So but, you park in the dirt area. So you park in Arizona. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> pretty much everywhere. But it's 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 fun. You know, it's just yeah. that element mm -hmm. of like it reminds of it reminds you kind of like when you were a kid, you know, and that you're going to catch a, a local game of of some, you know, like of a high school or something. If you lived in, a, in an area with a winning team or something, and it gives you that type of feel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there's no 500 section, and you don't have to pay 12 bucks for parking. <laughs> and, and you know what? And there isn't a bad seat in the house. Yeah, like, exactly. You're, nice. you're, you're right there on the Close field, and, and 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 you're able to see all the action as if you were spending 200 dollars at a regular regular season game. Yeah, yeah. nice. It's true. So definitely worth it. If you haven't checked out spring training, do it. And if you're going this weekend, hit us up. Uh, before we move on from baseball, though, Ben actually found an article on the World Baseball Classic that he wanted to mention. Yeah. What do you got for us? So, I mean, does anybody know that the World Baseball Classic is actually going on right Never now? Never heard of it. As a soccer fan, <laughs> I can <laughs> tell you yes. Do you know what the World Baseball Classic no, is? Yes, I do what it is. Okay, well, there's a lot of people in this country that probably don't. Yeah. And, and I think that around the world... This this baseball classic that's probably similar to your yep. your World Cup. And that's World exactly Cup, yep. why people around the world probably love it. And and yeah, from and, other countries. And America, this is supposed to be America's game. Now we all know that the NFL is now, but all all of the other countries are sending their best players, and a lot of those players are in the major leagues. Yet the American team 
is not sending their best players because their best players are deciding to, well, you know, I need to save my arm or I want to make sure that I don't get hurt and the regular season's coming up. And the reason why I bring it up is because the two players that were called out specifically in the article with respect to the WBC, oh, I'm sorry, the WBC, the, the yeah, World <laughs> yeah, Baseball yeah, Classic. Yeah. You got it right. I'm thinking like a the boxing. Right. <laughs> uh, that one you got right. Was was Trout and was, uh, was uh, Clayton Kershaw. And so I wanted your guys' thoughts on whether or not you think that those types of players, oh, and the guy from Washington, um, Harper, uh, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper. Yeah. whether or not you think that those guys should actually be playing, because I think, it, this is my opinion, I think that if you want to get your, your fan base energized about watching good ba- baseball and watch potentially the United States win this a- across the world, you need those best players to, to have that face, you mm-hmm. know, and Derek Jeter did it, Roger Clemens did mm-hmm. it, and now all of a sudden these types of players are not doing it anymore. So what are your guys' thoughts? I, I'm, I agree with you. I think the sport could definitely use Trout's out there, Harper's out there, Kershaw's out there to go ahead and recognize the baseball sport in America. I mean, baseball is an American game. Why not throw those good players and understand whether the the players don't want to go and play just because they don't want to fear of getting injured or whether the the manager is fearing that they're going to be injured. But the sport in general needs it. I think they could use those players. So, as an Angels fan, Trout goes, gets hurt, and misses the season. How do you feel? See, that's that's where it <laughs> yeah. gets hard, though. <laughs> yeah. Then you're, the timing of it and is I, unfortunate because this is when you're gearing up for the the season that matters. But I mean, I think, let's be honest: the MLB season is much more important than the WBC. But they're in spring training games, so I think that's the argument for it. This is kind of their warm up to the season, so they. But be, like Ben just be said, their reps. You, you're putting all in on this game and get hurt. You know, I think I think it goes back to to kind of love of your country and and almost nationalism yeah. in this way because mm-hmm. I think in baseball the culture is you play for the team that pays your salary. I think to to equate it to the World Cup it means everything to put on the shirt of the country that you represent for those soccer players. So you have the biggest players of the world, and they go and play in the World Cup because it means everything to represent their country. LeBron James plays for the uh, USA in the Olympics. Yeah, but you're talking about the Olympics and the World Cup. And the World Baseball Classic. It's just, it's still young. It's still young. During the break, we were talking about how awesome would it be if we could get Vin Scully on the show. You know what? (laughs) We're a good show, and Vin Scully would be great on this show. But is he going to do it? No, because we're small potatoes. (laughs) How dare you? At this point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think, I would say, I I suppose the argument in favor of why Trout and uh, Kershaw Kershaw aren't in there is because it's, not as big a deal. I, I can see where position players should be there, but you can make the argument that pitchers I can see don't. That. And and the thing with pitchers is that it takes them a while to ramp up. And and the problem with having the World Baseball Classic in March during the spring training time is that you're putting what are they what do they call them the innings where there's a lot of pressure uh, pressure filled innings as what I'll as well refer to. <laughs> sure, them. it's a playoff, scientific term. Playoff type of innings. Yeah. yeah before they've had that opportunity to really get their arms ready to start throwing at that capacity. And so that's that can cause the injury later mm-hmm. on. But for a position player, you've got a bat, you got to run, you got to catch. Those are those are things that, you know, fundamentally aren't going to hurt you. You're you're used to doing those things every day. So so maybe for somebody like a Kershaw, you know, who had back issues last year and, you know, really the Dodgers are kind of holding on to whatever health that he has in hopes that he can get through the season yeah. and can get them to a World Series, I think that there's an argument where you can say Kershaw maybe shouldn't be a part of it. But for Bryce Harper mm-hmm. and for and for Trout... How convenient that you defend your player <laughs> and uh, throw ours under no, the bus. You know what? I think if, you, if, if we were talking about Corey Seager, I would say yeah. I think Corey Seager should be out there. No, it makes sense. Your argument makes sense. Yeah, and I also... Yeah, I understand why... Um, owners don't want their players to be out there as well because of that risk of injury. And I think it goes back to your point that it's the World Baseball Classic, which is still relatively new. This is, what, the third time that they've yeah, done it? Yeah. So I think if this I, builds up and it starts to become a bigger sure. event, then you might see our big names start to do it. But the, right now it's just 
It's the just unfortunate isn't. thing is what's going to build it up and make it when bigger have is if these trial, players yeah. would play. <laughs> Somebody needs to take so that I leap. I get it. Somebody yeah. needs to take that leap to whether it be a Trout or a Kershaw well, you, to make it known. You know what's going to ha- have to happen, and, and it's kind of already happened with the baseball. We're, the U.S. is going to have to go out there and just get spanked. And then they're going to have to say, you know, we, we're the United States. We need to put a team together yeah. well, you know, for the, the U- next World Baseball Classic. The United States has never placed better than fourth. That's right? what I'm yeah. saying. It's already kind of happened with yeah. the past two. And that hasn't motivated him. So yeah. what do I know? I'm small potatoes, <laughs> according to Jeff. <laughs> I, you're not small potatoes. I feel like you got it going on, Hammer. Uh, well, that's plenty on the baseball. Let's talk. Rams, Darren. Ooh, we got some Rams news. Yeah, the combine was this last week, and and there's a little Rams news circling about. What do you got for us? Well, normally at this time of year, I think I'd be intriguing you guys with some uh, free agency work, but uh, that's not going to happen with our Rams. Oh. Yeah, it's been quiet. Yeah, it's think, been quiet. Think back a year ago how excited we were that everything was new and fresh, and the yeah. Rams hadn't shown up to town yet, but they were on their way. And a year later... Cricket. <laughs> Have you guys met with Joe Mixon yet? <laughs> he had his uh, he had his uh, pro day today or th- this I week. Think, he does. I-, I thought it was today. I know New Orleans yeah, went, today. and there was a handful of teams that went. I think there was like four teams that went. Well, going back to the would Rams, you, would you want him on the Raiders? He'd fit right in with the hell Raiders. yeah yeah. He would take we're, him in a we're, we, we may potentially lose Latavius Murray. We need a running back, yeah. <laughs> and if AP doesn't sign, then maybe we would uh, use it for uh, Joe you, Mixon. You could get Ray Rice. <laughs> He's available. <laughs> well, going back to the Rams, uh, I'd like to say and first start out with some uh, uniform changes. And I'm oh, looking at Eric. Really? I know. Really? I, I'm, Again? Looking, I'm looking at you, you specifically. I know Why you, are we talking I about know uniforms? You love, I love it. color talk. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they botched it. This is going to turn everything around. Uh, so the Rams came out. They actually. Uh, is it Chloe approved? Uh, you know, it probably is. <laughs> the Rams reached out to the fans, and the fans got a little vote, but it wasn't kind of the vote that we wanted. <laughs> I'm thinking. As a vote on uniforms, we're going to have some blue and yellow. yellow decor, some blue decor. That's not it. A yellow is no longer part of the uniform situation. All we were allowed to vote on was the striping on the pants. And the what? face mask. And the face and, mask. And the face yeah, masks. Yeah. Whether the striping was going to be a solid blue or a double solid blue line. <laughs> and the face Exciting mask. Stuff. Whether the face mask was going to be blue Go or white. Could you believe that? So we're going to blue and white. As, which the, is, as yeah. the uniform expert here, I'm going to chime in. There you oh, go. Yes. <laughs> I think they botched it because if you're going to go to the blue we and white. put so Herbalife yeah, on, yeah. The, <laughs> on the jerseys. So they did, they did switch to the white horns, but when they showed the jersey, they still have the gold emblem on their sleeves. So it, it just looks weird because they, they petitioned the league that they're going to switch their mm-hmm. logo to not have gold on it. But yet on their jerseys, they still have gold on their jerseys. So they're in this no man's land, either fully commit to the blue and white, which I'm I'm not a fan of, but at least they, they're committing in one way or or stay with the colors you have and wait until the new stadium and go big. They're just kind of, they're half-assing everything. And I yeah. think that's just, that, that's frustrating to the fans, I'm sure. Yeah. And my interpretation of it was that there is going to be no gold, no gold on the helmets, pants, but sleeves. Still, still on but the unfortunately, sleeves, we still got it on the sleeves. Hmm. You should so. have skirts. <laughs> <laughs> is that so everybody doesn't feel bad that bought all their new uh, Rams gear this last uh, season, <laughs> well, so that it's still a little bit relevant, at least. <laughs> as I wear my gold oh, Rams hat. Yeah, still on the yeah exactly, as you're wearing your gold it, Rams it hat. instantly went to a throwback jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like to like it to be noted that I actually have Galaxy News, and we're talking about Rams uniforms here. So oh, I just wanted oh. to be said there. Moving All right. All right. on. No, no, okay. So back to the Rams News. <laughs> yeah. Real let's, Rams News. Let's go ahead and talk about our cornerback, Trumaine Johnson. oh As of Monday... Tremaine Johnson was tagged for his second year in a row. His tag price, $16.7 million. Oh, wow. This is for a cornerback. Now, if you look at the NFL, with the NFL raising the salary cap to $167 million, $16.7 million is 10% of the Rams' salary cap. For a cornerback. How did you do do last year? He didn't do great last year. (laughs) He did. He 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 had a better 2015 season, and I thought out of out of the 2015 season, it was an iffy on if he could make the Pro Bowl, but definitely not the 2016 yeah. season. So our secondary was not impressive. Now, Darren, just out of curiosity, with this Tremaine, what was his last name? Johnson. Johnson. Is there a possibility that maybe management is has the foresight and is looking in the future, and they're saying, you know, 
we're going to suck next year. So why not just franchise him now so that next year we'll let him walk and then we'll have additional money to spend on maybe the player that they're, you know, kind of focusing on now and maybe doing their homework on. I don't think you franchise him for that much, though. If you look at the combine and the rookies that are coming into play, this draft is very heavily on defense. There are a lot of cornerbacks and safeties out there that are good. I don't think for 16.7 you do. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's, too, that's too big of a chunk of a change for the Rams to take. Hmm. Considering that we need a wide receiver, considering that we need help on our offensive line, just one? You just yeah. need one wide receiver? Well, we need, need like three. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are one wide receiver short of making the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Brandon Marshall is off the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brandon Marshall of the Giants. Yeah, I mean, you look at Brandon Marshall, you look at Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon. These are all rumors that start out great. Pierre who? I'm sorry? Garcon. Garcon, whatever. Garcon. <laughs> Garcon. <laughs> Pierre Garcon. There you, you go. got to correct that. Get your so German. <laughs> Gar- Garcon. Garcon. <laughs> He's Garcon from now on. <laughs> Let that go. We've been getting tweets all week. <laughs> Dang it. Anyways, uh, those are not going to come to fruitation. There are other teams out there that are looking for them. Fruitation. So. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, what are you drinking? I, I, I stole some of Ben's water. Fruitation? Yeah. Fruitation and Garcon. Deal with it. You know, I was going to go to Comic-Con and then Gar- Pierre Garcon after that. So I'll tell you so what. You know what? Good. I just for, for all the listeners out there, this is the first <laughs> podcast in the 50, this is the 53rd, right? Yeah. That we've done where no one has had a drop of alcohol. And I think it's screwing with us. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah. We need to do some shots. You hear that, Stat. kids? Don't yeah. podcast sober. That's right. If you have one takeaway from this episode, <laughs> that's your takeaway. That's an important one. Uh, why don't we move on to some Raiders? Ben, you got a little news for us. I got I got two things. The, the first one was that a couple of weeks ago, I reported that the Raiders deal to Vegas had completely fallen apart when Mark Davis overplayed his hand and scared off the, uh, the, the Vegas mogul Adelson and Goldman Sachs. Well, guess who's coming to Vegas? Oh, we're back. It looks like the Raiders have found $650 million sponsor in Bank of America. Wow. Wow. Who I bank with, and now they're my, (laughs) you know, now that they're affiliated with the Oakland Raiders, I might open another account. (laughs) You technically paid for the Raiders. That pays fees. (laughs) How are you still with Bank of America? I don't know. That's why I have an AOL email address. This is gonna right. Oh my but, gosh! So, so that's that's the big news. And so the, the, the vote goes up in three weeks, and all the Raiders need is twenty four of thirty two owners to agree. And the article that I read today said that the word on the street is that unless there's an owner who just simply doesn't want the Raiders to move to uh, to to Vegas. That it's going to be yeses across the board. And wow. so they're expecting the Raiders to actually move to Vegas or at least have the name changed this season. All right, Ben. If you're Magic John, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're an NFL owner, what's the case against wanting the Raiders in Vegas? Because it, it seems like a great move. It, Why I, would anyone be against it? It seems such a great move. The only it's thing so that perfect. I can think of is that it's a transient city that doesn't have enough people to support an NFL franchise. That would be the biggest argument, but because it's I think such, that was the argument maybe in the 90s or 2000s, but it's, it's, Vegas is... I could see that as an argument for, because then you so? your away teams are going to travel to well, watch But, but that's my point. The it's such a destination place yeah. that your fans will travel. So that's, that was, is the positive, but, but the negative would be that it's just not a big city, right? When you look at sheer numbers, you look at Chicago, you look at New York, you look in Miami, you look in Los Angeles... You know, Dallas, the those population, are, those are yeah. big cities. Yeah. Not bustling. And so to support an NFL city, Vegas is nowhere near that. It's the, what do they call it? And that's like Reno. Reno's the smallest big city in the world. But, <laughs> you know, in any given weekend during fight weekend, it's a huge, it's yeah. a huge city. But, you know, Monday through Friday, it really isn't. But, but you think, it, I mean, it's easy to get there from both Oakland and LA, Not as LA. Easy from Oakland, but you can. It's it's a quick flight, and on a weekend. No, I agree with you. Oh, you just asked me what would be the right, argument right, right. against. I, to be honest with you, I don't see I don't see a downside. I think that I the Raiders either. the Raiders are the kind of. I mean, you got Sin City, and then you got the yep. Oakland Raiders that it's, represents it's everything that Sin City is. Team good for them. <laughs> it makes them more likable, yeah. even being I'll, in Vegas. I'll give you the argument against, and they might not be from the owners. It might be from like a coach's standpoint. If you are 
a oh. team that has million millionaires on their team going to Vegas on a Saturday night before you have to play on Sunday. You do not want those guys out on the town in Vegas. You might see some that's, rough, <laughs> that's a rough good, things. That's we, a good point. We've seen all, all-star weekends you know, for the NBA go wrong and well, things like that. So if I was a coach, maybe I wouldn't be crazy about the temptation there. But if there. you're one of the 31 owners that are not Mark Davis <laughs> and you're going to be playing against the Raiders, then you would be rooting for them for to that. go to Vegas yeah. so that their players are out there drinking. So their players. But their players are going to be over it. Yeah, that's their home. Their home stadium. Uh, well, then they, they need to get control of their players. <laughs> so are you, you're for the move? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I was actually ben? very worried that, that worried. The, uh, the Raiders were going to have to stay in Oakland and that maybe San Diego was going to be a destination yeah. eventually or that they would have to settle with Oakland. But yeah, I, I from the beginning, I have wanted them to move to Vegas. Now, again, I'm not going to go and watch a game. I'm going to still watch them <laughs> whoa, on TV. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Funny you say that because actually, Ben... I think you're obligated to watch a game. Why? I don't know if you remember this or not. Clearly you don't, but uh, luckily the uh, phone wow. was recording. Wow. Benjamin, can you say that again, please? I said that if the Raiders move to Vegas, I want to go to a game during their inaugural season. Whoa. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Right oh my gosh. You heard it here first, folks. Stamped. It's recorded. We're doing it. I do right not remember there. saying that. Where, where was that? That was at your house. At my house. When? Yeah. Wow. I was over there. We had uh, wow. yeah. drinks must have been were, served. We had all, yeah. There was a bunch of us. I can't believe you don't remember that. You are locked in, my friend. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. It's wow. recorded. Okay. Road going. trip. Pick a game. Pick a game, any game. Let's go. Uh, all right. Well, I'll have to look at the schedule. Oh, yeah. Oh, it man. is on. You said it. We're going this, to Vegas. I this, can't this, believe you you re- remember that and had that you, on cue. You don't have Ben say that Vegas is his most hated uh, yes. place on yeah. the planet. Yeah, I don't he know why. said he'd go to Vegas. I don't know why anybody of would go to Vegas. Of course I recorded it. And the great thing, though, is that you love to leave Vegas on a Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Yeah. No, I do that. <laughs> And oh, yeah. Well, it's not going to happen in yeah. the Raiders game. <laughs> not on the Raiders game well, on a Sunday. So that's easy. I'll take Monday off, and I'll, I'll drive back on Monday. There we go. Yeah. So yeah. we'll all the we'll make it work. fans. We'll make it work. Wow. I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> oh, and now it's here well, forever. Well, you did. Forever on tape. Yep. And you fell oh, for it. It is You know, this on. podcasting thing is bullshit. This is fantastic. <laughs> Everything is on tape. And Good then, stuff. All and right. Before he changes his mind. Actually, he can't. He, he already agreed say, to and, it. And Ben was never heard from again. Oh, everybody's <laughs> favorite segment is Woo! back. The galaxy. The galaxy. All got, right, you just keep clapping. Just keep yep. clapping. Yeah, yeah, you're good, yeah. Ben. That was I'm not going to join in. Great clapping, Ben. Hey, Harry, you were at the game. Oh, Talk to us. Yeah, I did it live. I was there. I was at the yeah. home opener. We're going to do it live. Yeah, I've been probably to the last last four um, Galaxy season openers. It's kind of a, a tradition that I usually go with my dad. This year, I went with my dad and my brother. So it's always a good time. Nice. Love going out to the StubHub a Center. Hammer family tradition. Yeah, Hammer family tradition. Watching. The LA Galaxy, a club that we've watched since their inaugural season in 1996, you know, was at that inaugural game. So it's just something that, you know, it's, it feels like home to yeah, go and yeah, watch yeah. the LA Galaxy play. So I, I heard um, the stadium announced the new tenants that are going to be coming to StubHub, the oh. Chargers. I don't I actually oh. don't remember that part. Oh, <laughs> you know, I think it might have started it's a little bit early. you say that, I actually haven't <laughs> recorded oh, no. Oh, no. What I heard, I though, that is one. that they announced the new tenants, the Chargers. And there's a great round of boos. Oh, it doesn't surprise oh, me. Because going around, yeah. Yeah, LA Galaxy fans are not thrilled about the football lines that are going to be there and how it's going to yeah. tear up the field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soccer fans are not happy about that move. Yeah. So I, I, I must have been under in the tunnel. So I actually had some cool, uh, you know, little connection who I got to see the players walk out of the, the champions lounge. Yeah, so that's I saw where that, I was. Uh, Periscope yeah, you did, so that was, video you yeah, did. Yeah, that was, did. that was very cool to see the players right there up close and in, in person. So if you somehow are able to get that opportunity, yeah. don't pass it up. Nice. So the, uh, going back to what was going on with our season, we have a younger team, a lot of changes going on. So that was reflected in the stadium's attendance as well. There was this is was not a sellout crowd that I've seen when the Galaxy opens a season. There's some there's a lot of hustle and bustle, and it just didn't you didn't feel that at the beginning of this LA Galaxy game. They're playing FC Dallas, the aptly name. I know you love that name, <laughs> FC Dallas, um, and they were actually the regular season champs last year. They won what's called the supporters the supporters shield, okay. which is the regular 
regular season championship. And they were coming in with pretty much an unchanged lineup. And then the Galaxy was coming in with a very, very different lineup. New coach, new uh, players. There are some debuts from Jermaine Jones, João Pedro, and Roman Alessandrini. So we finally got to see what these guys were all about uh, in their season opener. And I wasn't expecting great things. I kind of had low expectations for the Galaxy, but I was impressed with what they showed. Uh, Dallas dominated the first half, but the Galaxy was lucky to get out of there tied 0-0 at the end of the first half. So I thought well, they might be able to hold on to a 0-0 tie. Ben's going to be thrilled with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ben's favorite. So they, they came out in the second <laughs> half, and then they let in a quick goal, you know, mental lapse, and, and FC Dallas made them pay for it. But after that, they really showed a lot of fight. You saw a lot of the youngsters getting involved, and they were they were trying to win. They were really pushing, and they, they ended up getting a payoff. They got a penalty kick awarded to them, and Giovanni Dos Santos did well. He buried his opportunity, and they tied the game 1-1. And from that point, you could feel the atmosphere in the stadium turn. The Galaxy was attacking. They were going to you know press, and they were going to make their move to try to win this, their, that game. And then another brain fart. So they had a mental lapse, and Dallas made them pay again. And they went up 2-1, and that just sucked the air completely out of the stadium, totally killed the momentum. But here's what I liked about it. Their new coach, Kurt Arnolfo, made a tactical move where he went from four defenders to three defenders. So he basically did, you know, in hockey, it'd be like pulling the goalie. He put in an extra attacker. So he brought in Emmanuel Boateng, and pretty much on his first touch, Emmanuel Boateng, Everyone's favorite Game of Thrones character, yeah, by the yes, way. Yes. He came in and he almost assisted a goal. They were right there. The forward, you know, was just one step behind. He didn't quite wasn't quite able to get onto it. So he did his job. So they almost were able to claw back in. I would have been happy with a tie, and I love the tactics, the fact that they pushed for it. One thing that I mentioned in the offseason is I don't want to see them with a tie game and just be happy with a tie. I'd rather see them push for the win. Yeah. I think an old LA Galaxy team, they may have been down 2-1, and they would have left their defense as is and maybe tried some different things. But here, they went away from their defense, and they went for the offense. They went to try to tie the game. They actually were the aggressor in that tactical change. Nice. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, so they still lost 2-1, to one, but I'm actually okay with it because FC Dallas is a good team. They won the regular okay. season last year, so I was happy to see them fight, happy to see the energy, um, happy to see that they can turn a crowd around when it was time. Uh, I have a funny story. The analysis from my dad after the game, he said, I figured it out. They just need four yellow Van Dams. <laughs> you just need to figure out. I'm not as greedy. I think I think yeah. we just need three. One on de- <laughs> one on defense, one in the midfield, and one up front. Because yeah. even towards the end of the game, Yellow Van Dam, who's just been he was amazing. Watching him in person, he's a man amongst boys. He was just cleaning up, doing the best he can. But unfortunately, the defense is just is just going to be suspect this year. We're very yeah. the depth is not there. They are not going to have a lot of shutouts. They're going to give up a lot of goals. So it's going to be can we score goals? And I don't know if those goals are coming. So if you know, it could be a very long season if yeah. those goals don't come because they're suspect on defense. But if they could somehow get here we go, if they can get the chemistry going. Oh, I'm already started man. game 1. It's so, <laughs> so if they can get the chemistry going, you could tell this team just isn't used to playing with each other yet. Yeah. And uh, FC Dallas, who for the most part has been together, the Galaxy made a couple mistakes and Dallas scored two goals. They made them pay for their mistakes, and the Galaxy just doesn't have that ability to capitalize on mistakes because the chemistry's not there yet. So I was happy with what I saw. Okay, and I, you know, the season could go two very different ways. I could see yeah. them the chemistry clicking and them heating up towards the end of the season, and I could also see this being a, a down down. Very down year for the galaxy if, this, if they can't find the chemistry. This sounds a lot like the what we were talking about with USC to start last season. Mm-hmm. That you know they they played a tough game to start their season, mm-hmm. and they were starting a rookie quarterback, which <laughs> wasn't the rookie quarterback they ended the season with. <laughs> but there was a lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. and you know you had to wait to see whether those players were going to gel, and that's always the fun part. In the beginning of the season, I think Jeff had made the comment, this is the favorite time of year because you can always be rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also kind of going, well, how things can, you know, how can things go bad? Right. Look at the Lakers this season. Oh, there it is. We brought it back to the Lakers. Well done. You know, I made the statement (laughs) in the beginning of the season, oh, they're going to suck. They're going to be a few games better. And then 10 games in, I was like, no, they're. 
they're, they're for the real. real. They're, they're going to be close to 500 this year. And then the wheels just fell off. Oh, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> so we'll see what happens I, to the Galaxy. Hopefully you guys suck and then you don't do updates anymore. <laughs> but we'll see I think that's actually a very apt comparison because there's a lot of youth on this team. And so hopefully it's a reverse where maybe they... They start out sucking pretty hard and then eventually put it together. But if if it's a very sh- strong possibility that it just never comes together. And that's the scary thing as, as a Galaxy fan. And their next game coming up this Saturday is against Portland. Um, Portland's no joke either. The Portland Timbers. There he is. Oh, he knows Ben. <laughs> You're paying attention. So they actually wow. uh, they beat the Galaxy a couple weeks ago in a preseason match. But I'll channel the ghost of Victor Costello and say preseason doesn't matter. Yes. But, but still, Portland is a scary team again. And they're going to be without Jermaine Jones and Dame, Dave Rodney because they were suspended by the league. The league has this rule where they go back and watch the games retro, retroactively and then suspend players Why for, would fouls, they do that? Wow. for fouls that they thought should have been given a harsher punishment. <laughs> so really? now we have, we were already depleted and now they suspended two more of our players because they saw Whoa. video replay and wanted to suspend our guys. That's lame it's right ridiculous. There. If you miss it on the field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see if you like break a guy's leg or, you know, pull a shank out of your sock or do something, but come on. Yeah. yeah. The NBA did that, that with the flops. With the flop, you're not going to do that with the flops for soccer. You should. You should. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that. But I also well, just want to point out the the campaign for this weekend's game is support local soccer. So oh. I had a great time at the game. So if you're able to go check out a live game at the StubHub Center, yes, go for it. And absolutely. What, what better when are we opportunity going? We're going, in... We're going to go on April 29th. April 29th We're going to Portuguese so Heritage Night. Yeah. And so even though it's Portuguese Heritage Night, we're opening our arms. So if you're yeah. listening out there and you want to join us, you know, uh, my friend Brian Souza, who's at, at Figure Things Out on Twitter, he's or, helping organize the event. So if you find us on yeah. Twitter, we'll get you. There's discounted seats for that evening. We'll sit in our section. We'll do the, the guys in shorts way. Yeah. And, and we'll see some, some good soccer. I'll tell you what. I am not Portuguese, but they are good people and they know how to party. We'll take care of you. And they are equal opportunity employers. Even if you're, <laughs> you're Portuguese, great, but if you're not, well, they'll drink you might as well just be. the same. Yeah, you will be by the end of the night. Before we move on from Galaxy, we real quick got some juicy Galaxy news, maybe, question mark, that uh, last week you were talking about maybe yeah. your most desired player, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Bless you. Oh, bless Game you of Thrones. Um, would be yeah. a player you'd like to see most come to the Galaxy. I know and wh- now news came out that they're offering him some Yeah, news, news came out maybe that they come. did offer him a contract. They're not allowed to talk about it because he's still uh, under contract at his current club. Um, I read an article by Kevin Baxter of the LA Times, who's also a co-host of Corner of the Galaxy, ah, with our yes. good friend uh, Josh Gessman. So he, he wrote an article that said, and this is what I think, because... I think he's, he makes way too much money, and I don't think the Galaxy has the pocketbook to, to shell out that kind of cash to pay him what he's worth right now. He's Didn't 30, they pay the underwear model $100 million? <laughs> they did, but they, they sold a lot of jerseys, and they sold a lot of tickets. And I don't – I mean, Slattown, I think, is is – He's a big name, and he'll attract. He'll put butts in seats, but I don't know that he's at the the David Beckham level. But what I read in this Kevin Baxter article is that he thinks it might just be a bargaining ploy, and it wouldn't surprise me. He's in their negotiations with his club at Manchester United, and his his agent kind of put this story out there because the Galaxy did make him an offer, and so they're just he's trying to negotiate this to get him more, to leverage more money out of Manchester United. Another name that I've seen thrown around is Javier Hernandez, affectionately known as Chicharito. Ooh. Now, who, who wants a Chicharito on their team? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's another name that I've heard thrown around there that um, they may have put an offer. And he's younger at 28 than Zlatan at 36. I oh. would love to see Zlatan come, but I, I think this may be a negotiation move by his agent. It doesn't feel oh, – uh, it feels like bummer. if they were going to get him, it yeah. may, this push may have been done sooner. But we'll see. You yeah. never know. You never know. I'd love to see him. And you guys would love him. He's a character. He is an absolute character. It sounds like it. Yeah. I love it. Good good to have the Galaxy updates back and super excited you got all the way through it without saying underwhelming once. <laughs> they so, weren't under, they lost yeah. and they weren't underwhelming. How about awesome. that? Awesome. Very a, exciting. <laughs> this is uh, only update number one, though. Yeah. No, we got plenty of seasons <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long year. Before we go, we do got to mention the Kings. Last week, Canada came into town. There was a bunch of Canada teams, which I feel like is all the time because it's hockey. Kings went 1-1-1 one, one, and one with an overtime loss to the Flames, a win against the Maple Leafs, and a loss to the Canucks. They are 31-28 and 6. That's good enough for 5th in the division. They're 3 points out of a wild card spot. 
I don't know. It's not looking so when, great. When are the, the Kings. Kings hosts going to just say the Kings suck? <laughs> They're not going to admit it. Never, Too much never. rainbows and butterflies. There's a lot of rainbows on that show, which you should <laughs> all be listening to if you love the Kings. That's the Guys in Shorts Kings show, which you got to find by searching on iTunes or SoundCloud, because that's a different feed, different show entirely. But those guys are great. They're putting on a good show. So check it out and but support that But they suck at fantasy hockey. Oh, uh, should we give a shout out to our own Darren Beza, who won at yep. their FanDuel yep. League hockey, last the week? The hockey guys, yeah. yeah. I won two weeks ago. Darren won last week. Yeah, they they are not very good at fantasy hockey. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. They, I mean, they we think don't the know Kings anything still have about a chance. Hockey. So yeah. yeah, they're probably picking too many Kings players. We that's probably that's to their yeah. detriment. There, we got it. We, we got to keep it going, out. Darren. Yeah, I, th- I feel like <laughs> between you and I, we'll. We'll shut them down the rest of the season. For sure. Oh, love it. <laughs> Keep those winnings coming in. If you'd like to play FanDuel hockey with the Kings guys, uh, shoot them a tweet and they'll they'll get you in the league. Just, All right. Just don't follow them. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't follow them on Twitter. And if you follow them, unfollow them at least uh, long enough for us to pass them in the Twitter <laughs> rankings. However that works. <laughs> Anything else? We cover it all? I feel like that was a pretty solid was, week we of had a sports lot. we yeah. crammed in there. Yeah, what felt like wasn't a a, a full week. That we definitely had a lot to yeah. talk about. Well, we might be long-winded. <laughs> Could be that. All right, we are out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Find us on Instagram also at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can also get us on Facebook. Online at guysinshorts.com, where you can also get our store and all your Guys in Shorts merchandise. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, that's 562-450-3356. And of course, please continue to share the show with all your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. And if you haven't left a review, please do that. Uh, That helps us out. Uh, tremendously. And breaking news, USC has won their Pac-12 game. They'll be playing UCLA in the next round of the Pac-12 tournament. You're kidding. Wow. So exciting times. Late breaking news. That that is exciting. Good stuff, gents. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we are out of here. For Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I am Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Hashtag Victor Strong. (laughs) (laughs) 